Okay, guys, welcome to the podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> you have one of those? If you don't like this podcast, you're dude, what? Is it oh these don't you charge them, right? Yeah. Use a flashlight. Yeah, here in Florida we can order these on Amazon. In oh Massachusetts, you can't. Dude, I don't know if it's like is that is that considered a weapon? Like what is that considered? This is one thousand percent a weapon. Is it? Yes. Wait, you can you can um <laughs> you can, This is this is this is military grade um taser. Can you um can if you anyone tries to if anyone finds my address online and you try to get in my house, just know I'm behind the door with this. Dude, is it? <laughs> I am behind the door waiting for you with my eyes like this. Dude, wait, can I ask you, is it, um, can you, can you walk around, um, can you walk around carrying that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Girls can too, right? Like anywhere, like, cause girls want to yeah. have them. Yeah. Or if you're a squatter in one of my vacant properties. <laughs> get out of here you punk dude i didn't know that's a thing yeah i remember you had it i didn't oh I didn't. yeah no i keep this right one next to me while i sleep along with my dagger your dagger isn't it like a sword yeah i wish i had it but no it's it's, it's over there somewhere dude, what's what's legal now? so are those, all those things like you can hang, i know here dude you can't you can't carry a no i've tried to get this in massachusetts Mm-hmm. And I wasn't able to. The first thing I did when I moved to Florida is I ordered this on Amazon. Yeah. Dude, that's a solid one. How much was it? 30 bucks? Probably, yeah. That's crazy. It's called the ViperTech. ViperTech has a light. Have you ever tried it on yourself? No. Nope. I'd be very just my just my enemies. I'd be very interested to see what that what that looks like. Yeah, no, this is military grade, so you'll probably fall down. And you might have a stroke. Probably. Okay. So did you want me to start this off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, sure. for sure. Okay, cool. So what I wanted to talk about, and maybe you can kind what's, of... Um, what's like the starting to this thing, dude? You just pull out a taser. <laughs> like, dude. Like, so... The heck? Yeah, this is like, this is like, you only get this on the Axios Fox podcast. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I you, would, know, you don't get honestly, this on if if we you do, don't get this on Ricky Cruz's uh, podcast. No. <laughs> if, if we could find out that it wouldn't, like you, could, I would let you try that on me, mm-hmm. as long as it wouldn't, it, it couldn't. There was no like long term effects, which it could do because that could give you mashed potato brain. Oh yeah, for sure. You just, no, I, I think what's more more likely is that you uh, could convulse. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Probably nothing. But you'll definitely be uh, not be able to use your arms or your limbs like for probably a while. Like, well, I think that's the point of it. I think the point of it is to is to make it so you're stunned a little bit. It's almost like from Star Wars, you know, when uh, you know, the Emperor does the electricity, yeah. and then they're just they, they just are kind of stuck in their spot. They can't attack anymore, and I think that's yeah. why it's it's powerful. What I would rather than that one is the guns. It shoots, you know, things. Yeah, and they stick onto you, and then they 
Dude, you, you are in pretty bad areas. I mean, when you're down in Florida. Yeah. So I'm in a, I'm in a really shitty area. There's like, um, I go outside. I mean, there's cops here in at the complex all the time. There's heroin needles outside. Um, but even the places you go. Oh, the places I go are even worse. If you guys live in Tampa, Sulphur Springs, you know that's a really crappy area. You know the Ybor City, really, really terrible area. Uh, I was telling Vasily about this last week when I had a group showing. We all come out, showing went great. Everyone was happy. There's eight of us. Uh, we go out, and then all of a sudden, um, we hear somebody screaming, a girl screaming. And um, I'm the only one who hopped like to a tent. Like I was the only one who was attentive, even though there were two other or three other military guys that were looking to purchase the house, You're the only one which was crazy. What was going on was wrong. Yeah, no, I, no, I, they knew that something was wrong, but it's as if like, when you hear a gunshot, right? Let's say you just hear a gunshot. Are you doing something or are you just listening and just kind of like analysis paralysis? So that's kind of what happened. Um, and, uh, with them, not with me. I immediately ran outside to see what happened. And there was a girl that was being dragged like Hector from Troy uh, out of a car down the street um, in front of the house. And she does like a somersault out of the car and says, he was going to shoot me. He was going to shoot me. And uh, Dude, I would meanwhile, meanwhile, like my clients are trying to purchase this house that's in the worst area Dude, so i think that happened to um me and elijah really actually it happened to us i think we remember telling you um a guy in this in this in this you know what are these could these shirts called i always get this wrong i think it's called a white beater like the uh -huh. um he saw elijah and he was screaming at Elijah, <laughs> shaking his his pit bulls leash oh my gosh wow he was getting rallied up to go attack elijah was shaking it uh-huh and then he told he told elijah he was gonna shoot him and um so he said i'm going back to my car to get my my weapon or whatever my piece and he eventually takes pulls over he gets in his car we see him he pulls down a side street comes to us uh -huh. and um we were thinking oh dude we're dead we're totally dead and um he ends up um, actually apologizing. Wow. And I'm, like, I'm like, what, dude? Like, because he knew we were probably going to call the cops. So I was like, dude, I'm actually, right. you know? I mean, some people, yeah, I mean, gonna, you really have to, I mean, some, some people can look totally normal and then them just be crazies. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, by the way, do we have the split screen? We do. Cool. Um, so, what last I want to do is last time the, the, um, the the main picture was just you and your in your sunglasses, <laughs> <laughs> looking like uh, I don't even know if you were, dude, but yeah, this is split screen. So uh, I was I was I wanted to talk a little bit just on top of mind. I was thinking about how um, how money amplifies whoever you are, right? So it's almost like people think the people that think you know money makes you evil or money makes you um, brave or money makes you strong or money makes you a boss, right? Yeah. None of those are true. They just amplify whatever you are. If you are an asshole, you're going to be more of an asshole. If right. you're like, if you are a nerd, you're probably going to be more of a nerd. If you're, you know, if whatever, whatever you are, if you don't work hard and you get money, 
you're going to work. You're not. Yeah. You're just not, you're not the person that, uh, that used to be the prerequisites of getting, uh, of having a lot of money. So Andrew Tate, he talks about this in his most recent podcast. I'm going to jump in. So Mm -hmm. I think I know where you're going with this. Um, the people, the worst thing you can do is give someone a lot of money is give someone Mm -hmm. money. So I think we're going to talk about Andrew Tate. Same with, I think Bobby Castro was talking about it. Um, the best thing you can get, like, this is what kind of gave me a lot of hope when people like that are saying, like, you need to go from, you need to go through the entire thing, the entire cycle, because people like Bitcoin millionaires who open their account, they're a hundred, they have a hundred million dollars. They didn't, mm-hmm. they didn't learn anything. They didn't learn anything. Right. So it's not like, no, it's like money becomes, it's, they it's, didn't No. It's completely just, you know, the, the idea of the pro or the process of making money is totally just not even a thing. It's not real to them. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, um, it's, it's like, for example, um, I, when I, when I made like some pretty good money in 2018 and I had done it very quickly, Uh um, I knew there was something missing because all of the people that supposedly had money in my circle, Uh um, they were not my perception of the people who I knew had money growing up. See what I'm saying? So like they didn't have those character traits that all the people growing up who I met had money had, they didn't have those. And that's why I was very, it was very easy for me and Emmanuel to uh, realize that there was something off that was going on. And for me, uh, personally to, to want to go back to the drawing board and figure out what qualities had I been missing. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those things is back then I wouldn't respect the person. Well, overtly I would respect anyone, but covertly I would not respect the person that has a nine to five job uh, who doesn't strive to, uh, leave the status quo and not have a nine to five job. Like covertly, I was, I thought those people were crazy mm-hmm. and wrong. Mm-hmm. It, but obviously overtly, I'm never going to disrespect anyone that I don't know, or even that I don't, that I do know, yeah, yeah. know what they do for work. So even though I was in door to door sales, right? So it's, it's, it's weird, but just because, you know, I didn't have that real world experience and then, you know, time goes on and you kind of can fill the gaps of your character in terms of, um, you know, I lost everything. I literally lost everything. I was in the red, uh, absolutely like just worst, you know, worst situations in this past year, you know, so much struggling that it filled those gaps and it's crazy how, how it works that you really can't. How makes you feel about um, who or realize who you actually are? Yeah, who you are, and also, is that the jalapeno one? No, this is um, Dreamsicle. Oh, this is a good one. Jalapeno, have you tried the jalapeno one? Oh, dude, I've had like... So good. It's disgusting, I remember... Jalapeno rain. I was in Miami, and someone bought me a Budweiser jalapeno, and it was disgusting. Dude, that's disgusting. No, this is so much different. Try dude, a jalapeno rain, guys, you guys will not regret it. So, what I was saying is that... Um, we should you know, count it's going to amplify. We should count how many at the end of the year, how many of these 
have been drinking just on the show because I know that's a good idea. At least the last four, I've had at least one. Mm-hmm. And a yeah, second. and I've had. I already had a C four today and didn't even work out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I literally drank a C four and updated a listing. Yeah, focus, focus. I mean, focus. Yeah, but my f- body was tingling. Yeah. From the nice. <laughs> so it amplifies who you are. So um, it makes you respect the journey a little more. Um, and there's this mindset that I really love to cultivate uh, when I'm in. Um, well, when, when I go through the hardest, hardest uh, times, the only thing that I can uh, make myself feel better or relate to is people that are in war. Right. Because th- my hardest times, I didn't have electricity. Yeah. I didn't have food. I didn't have, and I was trying to fight a battle every day. And it didn't, it wasn't a physical battle. It was a mental battle. Mm-hmm. So the only thing that I could relate to, I couldn't relate to other people. And during those times, I couldn't relate to anyone else except war people in battle because they're going into battle. Sometimes they don't have food. Sometimes they don't have electricity. They're in the trenches or whatever. So I like reading about world war two and things. And, um, same thing when I'm in church as well. Uh, weird thing is, is that when I'm in church and we're hearing, I'm hearing the the pastor speak, I'm thinking about in the olden days when everyone was at war, all the men were at war Mm -hmm. and in the church, usually it would just be the women. It would be the kids and it would be the people that were hurt. Like hurt from battle, they come back, right? So it kind of puts me in the mindset of, okay, when I leave this church, I have to go back to to into into battle, and um, and um, that mindset of you are willing to, if 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 you are actually in battle, the whole goal is you're willing to die for the cause. Yeah. So so that mindset of willing to die for the cause is the strongest mindset you could have. And I think it's something that every man should try to cultivate every second of every single day of every of their life. The, the, the major problem is happening today where it's like, if here home base U S isn't something you would die for, that's when the military, it seems like would be weak. Right. And that's what people, I think that's what like other leaders, foreign leaders probably look at. They're like, okay, they have this, you know, person in power who, doesn't give the people a feeling of that's why being patriotic is such a big deal because if you're patriotic you you have something to fight for it's 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 like fighting for rights it's like once you have something to fight for it's like it's a whole nother level that that's untapped when you just you just go through the motions every day ah uh, i see so being patriotic gives you more purpose you're saying purpose yeah it's yeah untapped. it's it's until you get to that point of something that on that level of like um struggle or like want like you 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 like let's go back to the times of like civil war let's say where people wanted um i don't know freedom and freedom and you know being included in things that Mm -hmm. there's nothing higher than that that's that's duty it comes to duty at that point yeah obligation yeah exactly yeah no and i think i i mean grant says that too he says uh success is your duty yeah yeah. so if you if you can cultivate that mindset and this kind of has a full circle around to the crypto millionaires right or the people usually the crypto millionaire is not he did not do that because it was his duty to be successful he did that because he 
he maybe wanted some extra money to go out with his buddies or he just loves crypto and he wanted to get good at it. And it's not, that's a, it's a bad thing, but like usually it's a lot different when it's your duty to be successful, let's say just even to survive or for your family because you have to uh, pay for a medical bill or something like that. Like those are usually those um, character developing uh, things that you'll have to, you'll have to build your character. I think I had a discussion with someone today and I was talking about the market potentially crashing and I sounded so excited mm-hmm. because I mean, the thing is, I'm not going to lie since I heard there was a correction in the market, the stock market in terms of like crypto, it excited the hell out of me. Cause I'm thinking, okay, this justifies why I make calls and this justifies why I'm not spending my time on trying to make money in a way that I'm not involved really into it. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm joking, once I heard that, like I could feel there's more energy because I just knew that there's a correction. I'm not gonna lie. Right when I figured out stock market dropped so much, crypto, all these other things dropped so much. I was so happy because I'm thinking- okay, Why would that be good for you? Because it takes my attention when I know people are making money in a way like that, where it's not hands-on and this is nothing, not like anyone's wrong, but for me personally, if I know people are making money in a way that's hands-off, mm-hmm. then it invalidates the hard work in my opinion. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. So when I figured out, okay, what I know is what I know, what I can't lose is hard work. I can't lose that. That's something you cannot lose a discipline. Mm-hmm. Right. But you can't lose crypto, but you can't lose, you know, your Ethereum, you can lose your Bitcoin. Not even if, even if you're working hard or you're not working hard, you can still lose it. Yeah. But you can lose hard work. You can't. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you're investing into yourself. And another thing is that, um, what if your mindset though, instead of that was one, one step further, right? Because think of, think of yourself going and you're in battle, right? You're in world war two, you're in the trenches and you're with your buddies, you know, from the platoon and you were getting shot at and you know that no one's ever going to see this work that you're putting in right now. No one's ever going to see it. Most likely no one will remember you mm-hmm. other than you went to uh, battle during this year and you died during this year. No one's gonna, yeah, And no. you don't get fun. There's no having fun going out to the clubs or the bars or getting with girls or whatever it is you know there's no validation zero no no social media there's no likes all you have is that one moment of you with your partner and you aren't going to get anything from it maybe you have a cigarette as as a little joy which maybe that's your probably the best (laughs) ever probably the best cigarette ever and 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 you know that maybe you're on an island and the only way out is through you know, destroying this army, but it's three times your size, the size of your army. And you're just there with your brother and, and, and you're just like, no one will ever see this. No one will ever know what we went through. We're going to die here. No one's going to see this. And you do it with pride and you do it with, I don't know. And think- you do it. And the only reason that you do it is for the hope that maybe one person in this platoon will survive you and maybe might and tell the story. Yeah, dude, I think that's, that's it. awesome. And I think that's what people, I think that's what people have lost. It's like people have lost that. And that's exactly the same thing that happened in 300. There was one man who survived and no one saw what happened at that battle besides one man. And the yeah. only hope was that that one man would tell the story to their sons 
-hmm. in hopes that they would live on and the name would live on. And if people had that mindset in terms of real estate, I'm going to make my fucking calls today. And I don't care if I don't get anything. I don't care if I don't get any likes or any validation or no one calls me back. I'm going to do it because maybe in the slightest chance, I will damn hard. Yeah, somebody will remember. I like from, that, dude. Yeah, I thought about that. It's like, you know, if you're gonna be, either gonna put you down in that dirt, and at least they say, you know, Vasily was such a hard worker. Like, but like in a more genuine, real way. Like, mm-hmm. that makes me feel good. At least that. At least knowing. Yeah, that. that's it. That, sometimes that's all you can have. Usually, when I feel like when you're when you're in the trenches, I mean, they say it's in the trenches for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Usually, when you're in the trenches. That's all you get. All you get is, and, and most people never get down to that, that strength. We should bring someone on who's in the military. We should. I think we should, but it'd have to be somebody who's actually hopefully been in battle. Yeah, and giving you know, have their their viewpoint. Have yeah, their, you know what goes what goes on if they'd be not that that's not that it's a problem if you haven't been in battle. I'm just saying. Yeah, like if we they, want an actual serious like, like story about battle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, that would be cool. That's nuts. Yeah, that's it's a crazy analogy. And that's why um, that's why I think today it's so messed up because you don't have people feeling as, um, I mean, I can tell you myself in the current state, um, I wouldn't want to join the military. No, I wouldn't either. But, I've thought about it a lot, but, but I, 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 I wouldn't. Years ago, if I was, if I didn't care about anything, like if I didn't care, if I didn't have another, uh, purpose then if i couldn't if i couldn't identify my other purpose then i would have totally chose oh yeah me too honestly but only like it would have also still been about ignorance i feel like because i think there's a bigger battle that's going on in the real world yeah it's true you know i think day to day i mean day to day trying to fight for your freedom is a bigger battle we're all fighting for our freedom right now you may not think that we are, but you probably are so, yeah, you're just so plugged in. You, you, you think that things are all, if you seriously you think that things are all sunshine and rainbow. That machine in Matrix. Your head what? is literally, you remember in Matrix, dude, they like, they have to get out, take that thing off their head. Oh, yeah. Their head, dude, everyone is just stuck in that. But like, if you're Neo, he eventually ripped it off the back of his head as his, himself. Which is not- yeah, yeah. I mean, if 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 you don't see the, I mean, because the only reason I would have joined the military then is because I didn't see the, like what's going on right here, and it wasn't nearly as bad. Right. Actually, you're so right because, um, dude, three years ago, uh, no, okay, no, until it started happening, the stuff started happening, I wasn't that patriotic. No. And then, dude, once it started to happen, dude, it comes out. It's shot out. It's so weird. Every discussion. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's very weird, dude. Until things get rough. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Until things get bad, I didn't notice. Um, I would have said the opposite. For me, it's yeah. the opposite. Until this it's- happened, I was very patriotic. And now I'm like, I actually, for everyone listening, I, if I could right now, I would most likely not live in the U.S. I wouldn't. Well, I'm not saying if me I'm not, personally, I'm not saying like I wouldn't rather live somewhere else. But the mm-hmm. idea of how the United States is formed and how the values and things are yes, like, I see. 
like the capitalistic kind of, you can start a business, you know, you can start a business for 600 bucks on, you know, inkfile.com. And, and I didn't think of that until it started to get stripped away. I know? see. And that's, and that's true. I mean, that's, what you but you have to realize that the U S government did that. Yeah. You mean strip it away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But the U S government today, currently compared to years ago is totally different. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know much about it. I only know what, and, and yeah, I only know what I see, what I can say on it, you know, because, um, Dude, you got to list, you got to read, you got to read the, what they have um, from Abraham Lincoln, dude, nuts. I did a, I did a project in fourth grade on him. Yeah, yeah I remember that. <laughs> I also did one on something Hershey, the guy who made Hershey's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget his name. Hershey Walker. I'm going to, that's, that's, that's a good, that's a good, I'm going to, I'm going to watch a documentary on them. Both of those guys, because I think they were really good. Dude, Abraham, dude, absolute beast absolute beast um yeah dude everyone is, everyone seems so everyone seems so confused and it's um it's too bad because dude imagine 10 years of talking to someone over the phone someone i know in la and um they were saying like 10 years from now dude like what if this doesn't wasn't to change it was continuously going that direction dude like how bad would this be dude this would be bad yeah, well, I sent you a video about Candace Owens saying that there might be a cyber pandemic, which means that they turn down the grid, they turn off the grid. And then I was thinking, oh, well, the people with solar are going to survive. But then again, everyone on solar is also attached to the grid. Then I was like, <laughs> dude, what? They attached to the grid. That would have been a good, now it would be a good. And then I was thinking, oh, well, somebody with a battery. Yeah, but the battery only lasts three days. So yeah. congratulations. Yeah. You lasted three more days. But this is going on for a year. Do so, what that? Well, what do they work well? The batteries? Yeah, they work well. But even two of them, let's say you have six days of electricity, you're still screwed. Yeah, and who are you going to talk to? Only the people who have batteries. Yeah, that's it. So I'm here in mostly Florida. The, most My whole family's batteries. Mostly, those people with batteries probably aren't like aren't like. Um, the people I want to talk to anyways. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, but that would be crazy. Imagine no social media, no, I, no phone, Never mind iPhone. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Everyone, everyone with their iPhones, they're gone. You know, uh, now it didn't matter if you were Android or iPhone because there's no electricity. You're, there's no more calling people, no more social media, no more nothing. No more Tesla. <laughs> yeah, these should be no bad. more Tesla. It should be bad. It's just gas cars. But some parts of me do think like, okay, do you forget about everything else? Let's just take a car and just drive across the US and just like I don't know, be part of like protests. I don't know. But I I, I would never I would, I would never do that. But um protests? What? Be part of protests? Yeah, I would never do that. Why? What do you, what do you mean? Like protests about what? Not like protests about like how things are being handled. It's not like, no, I don't care about that. Like I, I can only control what I can control. I'm not trying to change everything. I feel like if it so, got that you, bad, you have someone like Abraham Lincoln, dude, he's, he's an idea of like, you're only, you can only control what you can control, but once you have control of what you can control, then you can control more. Yeah. But how do you become president, bro? 
I'm not trying to become president. I know. Right now. Saying in general, like what you can control is a yeah, lot. Yeah. Well, I, I, I need a, I, I don't, I am too selfish for that. Okay. I want to live my life. Well, okay. And if things get really bad here in the U.S., I am moving out of country. I'm not going to try to go protest across the country. Yeah, fine. <laughs> literal with that, but I'm just, I'm just saying, like, if you have a higher purpose, in my opinion, then like, you know, you could be a little bit more selfish. Yeah, I mean, if I had millions of dollars, sure, I'd maybe do that because I. I don't know. I, 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 I don't, I don't even think it's like that. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Okay. Fine. Um, it's a good topic though, dude. That was a really good topic. Yeah. I think that that, um, struggle that we were talking about is what, um, it's what makes when you have the money a lot more fulfilling. Yeah. Um, and the last person I would ever want to be is the person that has a lot more, it has, has a bunch of money, like millions and millions of dollars and zero percent of, you know, uh, know-how. what know how. Yeah. Just like, just, just like Andrew would say, just a nerd or like a dork work. Yeah, dude. Because the thing is like you do, cause the or thing a punk. Is, cause we could say anything. If, if someone gave me $100 million right now and put it in my bank account, I'd be so thrilled, of course, mm-hmm. for like a few months. Mm-hmm. And then, then I'm like, what? Like, dude, it's like, like, how can you tell someone if you, let's say, dude, I don't know, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't see that ever being a good thing. I mean, unless it was, it was given to someone who's trying to make a difference, like an Elon Musk, I guess, you know, like he has all this money now, but he worked for mm-hmm. it. Yeah, of course. He doesn't need to work anymore. I mean, so no. Jeff Bezos doesn't need to work. No. But they have a higher purpose. You know? Yeah, they do. They do. And yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, it just, it, it also ties back to what I posted a couple of weeks ago. I posted the person that can. Um, the person that can walk into a eight bedroom shared house in the ghetto, mm-hmm. walk in, speak to people living hand to mouth, sleeping on the floor and, uh, you know, have hold the conversation, relate and yep. then shake their hand, not be uncomfortable. And then get a call as you're leaving saying, Hey, Christian, I want to sell my 87 or a hundred unit assisted living facility. Uh, let's meet at this place and, you know, have dinner at a five-star restaurant, or I want to, you know, sell my $600,000 home that I just flipped and be able to talk on the, the frequency or the wavelength that they're talking on and do it comfortably. You know, that takes character development. That takes skill that that does not that's not something that everyone has you know what i mean yeah oh, well it's it's we talked about it's granting beingness beingness mm-hmm. being able to grant anyone beingness and it's like how many people and this is such an obvious point and dude for the people that listen i know there's probably one person and they're gonna be like of course i do it that's not a big deal 
just be honest with yourself. If you've actually ever, you looked at a homeless person and you weren't like grossed out or you weren't like willing to talk to them because they're homeless of their current circumstance. I mean, for myself, dude, I've, I've always, whenever I go to San Francisco, so I'll be there next week. Um, I have my best conversations with random people walking to where I'm going and they so happen to be homeless, like 10, 10 to 20% of the time. And, um, there, it's, it's being, it's being able, having the skill to talk to the janitor. And I love this. I've talked to someone talking to the janitor, the homeless person, the middle-class person and the millionaire and then the billionaire at the same, the same level, because I don't think exactly if you have to change who you are for someone else, it's, it's not, it's not right. No. And yeah. So the the person that's never been through struggle is going to be very nervous when they're talking to the homeless person or the person living you know really poorly they're going to probably think like this oh because this is how i used to think right because i you know there's there's levels to this there's degrees of of poverty that you've you've encountered and uh i've never encountered some degrees that i have recently in the past six months and i was afraid a lot of times um, whether it be because I'm driving a BMW in an area that is really bad, or if it's because I'm going into a property where people are sleeping on the ground, um, they, you know, they don't have, you can tell they're, they're unhealthy and they don't have money for, for healthcare and they're sleeping on the ground. Their, their bathrooms are extremely not high, hygienic. Um, and then you, you are afraid that, Hey, am I going to get attacked or stabbed? Um, and you, and you're also afraid of, Hey, what if I touch something or I step on something that gets me sick or gives me, you know, AIDS, God forbid, or something like that. Like those are the thoughts that somebody who, who has never encountered that will think. And obviously that is obviously that can happen. Right. But when you get used to it, you realize that these people, they're not bad people. They're just typically like night, like 80% of the time, they're just people that are trying to uh, get a cheaper rent. Yeah. They're literally just trying to get a cheaper rent. Um, this is just normal living for them. This is how it is. And there's nothing to be worried about. Uh, but then, or on the flip side, somebody who lives in that condition, would be shivering in their shoes, similar to how the rich person would walk into an investment property like that. They're shivering in their shoes at a table with multimillionaires when they ask them, hey, so what do you think we should invest in? And you are shivering because you have no idea what the first thing about investing is, what a cap rate is, what the 1% rule is that facility talks about, what all these different things are. You can't even have, hold a conversation. Or if, you know, they ask you about the market because you should know and you don't know. Or if they ask you about, um, hey, can you sell this $2.5 million, you know, ALF? And you you have never even considered selling something like that. Or, Dude, I, I honestly think mm-hmm. the most, if you listen to, I'm, I'm not even mean to fanboy, but Dude, Bobby Castro is the best example of this. Dude, he pulls up. Have you met him before? No. No. So he pulls up to the event last time, dude. Wrinkled shirt. He's a billion. I mean, he's he sold the company for a billion. So let's say he's worth, I don't know. I don't know if that means you're a billionaire. Maybe not. Um, 
but he shows up in this wrinkled, crappy polo, wearing these pants, you know, crappy pants, crappy shoes, and his belt is like the ones we used to wear as kids that you would just pull. <laughs> I hate those. You just pull. Dude, dude, it's the loop ones. It's the loop. It's like a half loop. Dude, you put it through one loop and then the other one, and then you. Dude, you get it. You get that belt when you buy them from Aeropostale. So you must. You must. Yeah. And no, they, they. You actually don't buy them. They come with the pants. They come with the pants. Yeah. Exactly. They're already on the pants. So you take it off, and, and you think it's like an additional thing, and you use it with other pants. Yeah. Exactly. So this dude walks in and um, he was so passionate about what he was talking about. His story is unbelievable. I mean, his story is crazy. He grew up in Florida, I think somewhat near, somewhat near you. And um, he was granting everyone, he grants everyone the same level of beingness. And uh, that's why so many people like the guy and so many people can actually like um, hold the conversation with him. He's a very, he's like a normal dude, but just very, very wealthy. And um, mm-hmm. I think that's huge because then you have people, I think if you feel intimidated, because then when I met Rich the Kid, I didn't feel the same way. Did he not grow up with like, I don't know, what, what, what did you feel? But, but he didn't, even if he did grow up with, you know, hardships, he wasn't. Uh, and I'm sure Some people he, forget. Some people forget where they come from, came from. He's a, he was a good guy, but it wasn't the same like, it wasn't the same vibe coming off of him, mm-hmm. I can say. I mean, Bobby. How old is he? He's a young guy, right? 30. Kid? I thought he was like 28 or something. He could have been 28. So that could be another thing, too. It's like not realizing because Bobby got rich when he was a lot older mm-hmm. than Rich the Kid. Rich the Kid's been, you know, a millionaire for years, probably since 24. 24. Yeah. But, um, I think it's, yeah. I mean, even Floyd. Floyd was was a nice guy oh yeah from what i from what i've heard floyd is like super humble down to earth in terms down down to earth like when you're actually talking to him he takes care of his family takes care of the people around him he's mm-hmm. super loyal honest um yeah he's an entertainer though too yes he yes he but yeah i think it's you know each his own but i think um that's where the character's built though it's 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 usually in that that struggle and sometimes it takes when you make it maybe rich the kid maybe he he is i mean maybe something's gonna happen and then he's gonna realize oh shit like no i haven't been who i wanted to be i know that's what happened to me i I didn't like who i was and uh i like whenever i'm i'm most happiest with myself whenever i am uh in constant struggle constant daily struggle Mm -hmm. so I need to overcome things every day in order for me to uh, feel good about myself. Good. If my days are easy and just like, just you know, down. and this is, well, I was going to say something more like when people, when they make a lot of money and they just get super soft, when they get super soft because things have been so easy for so long, you're no longer, you're no longer, uh, you're so afraid of the struggle at that point because you're so soft. And if that happens to you, you've already lost. If you're so afraid to pick up a phone call because you're, you have a team of, you know, whatever, let's say you have a hundred agents under you and you no longer have to make calls yeah, and you think, and you think about making calls and it, just the thought of it makes you hurt and you, 
and that's fine. But if you don't go do it because of that, you have, you, you become soft. Yeah, I agree. Continuously, continuously just challenging yourself. I mean, yeah, exactly. I got back to making a, like more calls than I ever had this week and I'm exhausted today. I probably am getting, as we're talking, I've, I've gotten like six or seven calls. Mm. Called so many people. Um, it's, 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 um, you're right though. Like the, the overcoming the, the situation is like overcoming problems every day, day to day, even the small ones. It's, it's the biggest wins, the best way. You, that's where you're going to feel the best. For sure. Oh yeah, of course. And one thing that, um, to add to this is that, um, so for all that don't know this, you know, our parents, they didn't, they didn't come from money. Neither, neither of our parents came from money at all. No. It, if, if, if anything, it was like, if anything, it was like, maybe, lo- I don't know. I, I, I would have to know for sure, but like maybe middle class, low to middle class on, you know, mom's side, probably. I have to hear about this. I mean, dude, back in the, maybe it was the seventies, maybe the seventies or eighties, uh, on, de- uh, on mom's side. I mean, even on mom's side, uh, grandpa had to go to Texas, work in Texas. Oh, wow. Did you hear about this? No. Get to go work in Texas uh, with oil companies because there's no jobs here. So they mm. were there and they would send, be sending checks back and back and back. So he wasn't living here for a while. I think over two, maybe over a year, two years. So it was never, it never seemed easy. It didn't seem easy. No. And then same with, same with uh, Papu and yeah. So what I'm getting at is the fact that we, um, so everything that was, was literally built in this generation like my our parents generation everything that we had growing up was built in one generation which which in fact we didn't we got everything like we never we got all the basics and we got even more than the basics but as far as like from the age of like what 16 and onward right or 18 and onward i guess it it's not like there was any um what am i trying to say I know what you're I'm trying to say that 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 you can tell you, you can tell parents are you know setting their kids up good if they're if they're allowing those challenges to be overcome by the kids yeah because uh if it was different and I didn't go through you know the struggles that I had been which I'm not going to say they're the worst really uh, yeah. but maybe to, to um, the average person they're pretty bad they're, they're pretty bad yeah, because I mean, because people are very scared about that, uh, because, about all of that. But I just, um, what I'm trying to say is the fact that if you are, if you are, let's say, being nurtured by your parents, like super hard, like they're giving you everything, you are actually at a disadvantage. And that's one thing that our parents granted us was the ability to build something out of nothing. And that is an amazing thing. And it takes strong, strong parents, very, very strong parents, especially when they actually have means to, to be doing a lot more for you than, than, you know, they are showing, then they're showing, then it's something that you really have. You, you were lucky because it's a lot easier to be a soft parent that like will uh, let than it is. I don't want my kids to struggle. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and I could see myself like, you know, if once I have kids for, for that, um, being a situation where like it takes somebody who went through that to be able to do that. If you don't go through that struggle, you're not going to be able to let your kids, you're not going to let be able to have your kids go through struggle. If you've never went through it's going to be unbearable. 
Yeah, you know, it'll be unbearable. And that's why I feel very confident now that like, um, that I have that character trait of, I can see somebody like my kids, my future kids, who I would love so much, I could, I could be fine with watching them struggle. And the reason being is because I know I didn't die. And really, yeah. you know, if, as long as you don't die, you, you're sure. fine. I mean, you realize that, okay, what's the worst that could happen if I have to watch, you know, these kids eat crap, right? Just eat shit yeah. for a couple of years or a year or whatever it is. I mean, I feel so much better having gone through this past year and now being able to do what I'm doing now. I feel like the amount of pride and I can, I can walk my head, head tall. And despite all the sins that I've committed or whatever, you know, I, I'm very proud of myself, you know? Sins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I think, um, dude, let's wrap it up there. I think that was like the final thought. What do you think? That was a, that was a good one. Yeah, this was a good one. It was, it was, I think it was definitely lower energy than the past ones. Yeah, but it was a lot of good stuff. These are going to take, you got to take some good clips. I'll post this later tonight. I'm going to hit the gym. Okay. Um, take some good clips from this too, though, because I think this is honestly, I think the most amount of actual information. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, there was no fluff. There's no fluff. Yeah. If people want a legitimate value with yeah. no freaking, uh, you know, I don't know. I know how would you, you know how to explain it better. Um, sugar-coated. Yeah. No one wants it to be sugar-coated, then, then, yeah, we could talk like that. I mean, that's, that's the best. That's like a real conversation. I actually felt that was a real conversation. So Definitely. Um, well, I won't be able to cut the clips until you upload it. So just let yeah, it yeah. I'll get it. I'll get it uploaded probably by, by, by 7.30. Okay, cool. Okay, Vasily. Okay, dude. See, okay. see you guys later. Make sure to like the podcast. Uh, share with your friends. Tag us on Instagram if you watched it. I'll I'll repost you and Vasily will repost you. Oh, dude, cut that as a clip too. That's a good clip right there. Boom. Cool. Okay. Okay. Dude. I'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye. Peace.